Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, it's Lainey, and this is the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Happy Canada Day, yes. Sasha. We are doing this on a stat day. Yeah, we are working overtime. Yeah, for all of you. Um, but not getting paid. Better, you better just <laughs> like it and deserve um, the fact that we have nothing to really say other than we both napped all day. Oh, God. I I don't know if I could call it a nap what I did because I just slept. Yeah. So I I woke up at 12.45. Can I say that I saw a picture? I think you – so on friend-to-friend honesty um, – mm-hmm. I guess you put a picture on Twitter and I looked at it. Instagram and Twitter, Sasha. Whatever. I was on Twitter and I saw that picture and it was a picture of you sleeping. Yeah. Taken by Yasek. And I wanted to make sure that yes. that wasn't staged. No. You swear to God you were out. I swear to God. Okay. So he took the picture and then texted it to me. Then I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I love this picture. But I take pictures of him sleeping with the dogs all the time. I think that what he was taking a picture of was not me, but his dogs. dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just in the background. <laughs> exactly. He was like, oh, it's so cute. They're sleeping with mommy. Yeah. And the focus was, oh, look at mommy and the, pic- yes. the boys. But you did sleep like more than 12 hours. No, no, no. I'm not finished. Oh. I slept until 1245. I woke up and um, potsed around Well, late. Like I was still in bed, decided to check some email on my phone. Then I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Went downstairs at like 1.15, 8, and then I went back to sleep at 2.30. That's really... For two hours until 4.30 in the afternoon, and then you came over half an hour ago at 5 o'clock, and now it's like 5.15. How do you do that? Is it like, do you save... Because you you don't sleep very much during the week. I don't. So this is like you save it up when you can, and then you just fucking... Yeah. When I can sleep, I can... Yeah. I mean, I try and, and apparently according to sleep specialists, that doesn't work. Like you, it's not a bank like that. You can't withdraw, withdraw, withdraw during the week and then like dump a whole bunch of like sleep on the weekend. You can't make it up. Yeah. No. Well, you try and you succeeded, I think today. Yes. So let's do it. I'm well rested. Okay. So your answers better be really good. I have not slept as much as you have. So you better be on your A game. All right. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, love your podcast and look forward to listening every week. Thank you. So here's the thing. I'm 23 and still a virgin. I just haven't ever trusted anyone enough to have them literally penetrate my body. I've had a few opportunities, but I've just let those guys go since they seem so meh. Yes, I'm using the word meh to describe most of the guys I've talked to in the past. For me, I like to be emotionally invested. First, this is what arouses me. I've met this guy recently and he's pretty great. I don't think I've ever connected with someone this quickly and I literally just want to fuck him. Uh, It's a bit of uncharted territory for me, so I'm a bit nervous. I'm not interested in a relationship since I plan on moving cities very soon. I'm also a bit nervous that it will hurt like a bitch since the hymen is still fully intact. I don't even like using tampons. I've read the nervousness causes the vaginal walls to tighten. I don't want it to be awkward, but I feel like it will. Any advice for a first-timer? Jay. All right, Jay. I'm like, I love that she has knowledge, Jay, 
that Jay has knowledge that her hymen is still intact. And that's what I'm, I don't know. I love that. Like, I how is there a test? Yeah, I would like to take that test. Well, no, my <laughs> long gone. But I don't, I think people's, like your hymen can break if you like do the splits. So I'm not quite sure that her hymen's intact at 23. Like you can literally like. You can horseback ride. Yeah, I think that gone. was, that's the common one. Yeah. That you can break your hymen um, horseback riding or yeah. as you said, doing the splits. Yes. So I want to say that like if. Dancing the, too aggressively. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think there are many ways that one's hymen can go away. Right. So I'm just like, if you think your hymen is intact, sorry, but it, it but I don't. Yeah. Like <laughs> most likely it is. She tries not to use tampons, which I'm like, oh my God. Like that's anyway, I know we're not supposed to be focusing on those kinds of details, but like, I, I want to know if Jay is using tan, not using tampons to preserve the hymen, <laughs> the hymen. Wow. Like that is a commitment. Well, I think she might be saying like tampons hurt her little oh. tight 24 year old hymen-filled vagina. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, I, my instinct here is like, I think, bef- well, okay. So there's so many layers to this because like your first time, your first time always hurts. I mean, even if I don't have sex for like a month, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, yeah. you know. Um, so heads up, seven up, it's probably going to hurt. Um, and I would say like, I mean, I lost my virginity early and like, so I didn't know about like dildos or anything like that but yeah. I'm thinking in my head like before any big event before any big rehearse event, practice you, you train stretch, you, you stretch yes shit out you stretch your yes you stretch your fucking quads your calves so I'm like maybe you stretch the good old vagina hole and you get some dildos up there and you just fucking circle that shit around you just like you stretch for the big motherfucking event I, right because I wouldn't have I didn't think that way yeah. when I was 16 mm-hmm but like if I was 23 and I had all this knowledge and all these toys, I'd be yeah. like, fuck, jamming that shit up there. I love you for saying that too. Cause like she's super into this guy. Mm-hmm. She wants to fuck him. Like she wants him. to mount him and then get the hell out of town. Yeah. Literally. Cause yes. she's moving <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. So you want this to be enjoyable, mm-hmm. which means that again, using your sports analogy, enjoyable for you is the equivalent to an athlete's you know, placing well or mm-hmm. winning the race or getting the gold medal. So for you, I think that you need to stop protecting your hymen. If you want enjoyable sex with this guy and are worried that it's going to hurt. Yes. As Sasha says, you got to practice and you got to train. And I would invest if you don't have one already, um, definitely invest in a dildo. I mean, don't go monster size, Yeah, you know, Maybe average white male dildo, average white male dildo (laughs) training size, you know, or, you know, training to, um, intermediate level experience size Mm -hmm. and invest in, and then, you know, get a porn going, you know, start watching a porn or read a dirty book, get yourself naturally lubed so that, you know, there's a, the blood flow down there is going, you got to get get your mental game on. Exactly. You got to get your mental (laughs) game going and then read a dirty book, get the porn going so that the blood flow is going down there. Mm -hmm. You're nice and plump down there. You um, are ready in a physiological way. Mm -hmm. And then access extra lube as well in addition to your own natural lube. And then gently inch that dildo into yourself and practice a few times. daily. Yeah, practice every day. You'll get pleasure out of it. Yeah, yeah, this is not bad ha- training. Yeah, I know. <laughs> bad like, homework. <laughs> athletic training is painful and sore and, you know, requires like, oh, fuck, I don't know, you're 
tired and but this is like you're just in bed yeah or on your couch yeah. or in your bathtub or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah I'm excited for you to start practicing I also think once I, a day right yeah once a day until the big event for sure yeah and then you also access your own pleasure center and you become um the architect or the engineer and the driver of that sexual experience that mm-hmm. you are about to have because then you're going to be more in tune with what feels good yes it's a win-win. I also think I um, – the album that I love that I will always love is Rihanna's Auntie. And oh, I love Sex yes. With Me. That song is – So amazing. The, yes. <laughs> Fucker with a lemon in yeah. some water. I don't even know what that means. I want to – What do you know what that means? Fucker with some lemon and some water. That's not the tune. <laughs> you didn't hit that, but – that's okay. If you want to listen to really how it sounds. Sex with me, so amazing. That's how it sounds. Yeah. The fucker in the water didn't sound as nasty as Rihanna. But anyways, that song, turn that shit on repeat. You have your plethora of dildos. Yeah. And, you know, keep us posted. And try out some positions too. Like, don't just be like, you know, on your back with your legs spread with the dildo. I mean, see if you can position it where, you know, you're up on your knees. Um, you know, you want to simulate the experience and get as practiced as you can. Yeah. But also know that it probably, I mean, I've said this before in past podcasts and, and in, um, the advice column before, which is like the first time, you know, don't put so much expectation on the first time. Cause it just kind of sucks sometimes, but that's okay. You, you find this guy hot. So give him a whirl. And we didn't get around to, has she told him that she's like, oh, she w- has, she didn't say would that. Would you? So if you're a virgin, if you're Jay, you're 23 years yeah. old, you've never, like, you've done never the done the deed before. Mm-hmm. Do you, before doing the deed with this guy who you don't want a relationship with, you just want to fuck because he makes you so hot, like, he makes you so hot? Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I think, um, I would tell him. I, I think, yeah. I mean, he would be stoked. But then I think the, the telling him is for her because I feel like if she tells him, then he's bringing his... A game, game too. I mean, he's stretching and yes. practicing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like an added bonus. Yeah. So, I mean, it's up to her, really. I mean, dudes fuck couch cushions. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to be over the moon no matter what. But I do. Do you agree that you tell him? Yeah, tell him. Tell him. It's not going to deter him. And also make sure oh, maybe that… maybe it will, though. You know what, I though? Know. And I think that… If you tell him you also schedule this, I mean, not that, you know, you're taking all the magic out of it, but you make sure that you're doing it on, you know, make sure you're not doing it on a night or a day or an afternoon or morning where you just like have an hour to go. Yeah. Like make sure that you have time to tee up the second ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because as Sasha said, the first time might not be the time of dreams, but the second time is going to be much better. Yes. And the third. Yeah. So like, give yourself a few hours. He can be the, your warm-up. An afternoon or a weekend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like why not spend a weekend fucking this guy and then like yeah, get weekend. your plane ticket and go wherever you're going, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, keep us posted. Can, yeah, can fun. we know like please how it goes yeah. in, in detail? Yeah. Like as much for me. <laughs> Sasha doesn't need detail, but I do. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, on to the next. Dear Sasha, I'm engaged to a man I truly love and care for deeply. He's a good partner and loves me more than I can say. We've been together for four years and we are set to get married this November. Sadly, he has lived his whole life with an anxiety disorder that he did not seek help for until I discovered him attempting to hang himself last February in our bathroom. 
We were already engaged at this point. He was going through a really hard time at work and he told me and the doctors he did it because he felt like we would all be better off without him. Of course, that's not true. And he and he's now in psychiatric care. He's also taking anti-anxiety medication. He is also doing much better now. The whole suicide attempt was somewhat hard for me as his partner. His parents live in Ottawa and we live in Toronto. They're healthy retired accountants with means, but when I called from the emergency room to tell them about the suicide attempt, they all wanted me to call with updates. They did not even offer to drive the five hours to come see their suicidal son until I sat there and told them that it would mean a lot to him and help me out during this difficult time. They have since explained they did not offer to come because they were in shock, which I get. However, I was a bit surprised when they only stayed for a couple of days after. I explained I'd really appreciate it if they did come as soon as possible. They told me they left because they said there was nothing for them to do and they just met my fiancé for lunch or took him for walks. I mean, looking after a suicidal person isn't really action-packed. You do just spend time with them and hope they don't need you, but you do let them know that you're here if they do. At this time, I let them know I personally would appreciate them staying longer if they could because I really needed help. It's just me as their primary caregiver to my sick partner, and my work refused to give me stress leave. His mother said no, which disappointed me, but what was truly upsetting was that she yelled at me. Don't ask me to do that sort of thing. Don't expect it. I would never come stay in Toronto for a few weeks. I can't. I have things to do. I tried to explain we were all busy and no one planned suicide attempt. So it would be nice if I were not my fiance's only support system in Toronto. But she replied that I should simply find another person to help. God. Um, to make matters worse, she even blamed his suicide attempt on us getting married, which also made me feel like shit. I'm trying to move past my mother-in-law's insensitivity before the wedding this fall. I love my fiance and we've discussed it. We still want to get married. However, this past weekend, things reached a crisis point. My in-laws were in town for a charity ball, and so we had brunch with them. At this brunch, I was... Wait a minute. They were willing to come into town for a charity ball? Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Uh, at this brunch, I was in terrible pain for, from a leg injury I had sustained three days before, which my in-laws knew about. I was on painkillers and also trying to stifle excruciating moans. Needless to say, I wasn't very talkative. About 45 minutes into brunch, my future father-in-law started yelling at me out of nowhere. Why aren't you asking me more questions about myself? Why aren't you asking me how I enjoyed my fish or what my plans are for tomorrow? I was loudly yelled at at a public restaurant for not asking my father-in-law enough things about himself. He didn't even seem to care I was not in a chatty mood because of my injury or my medication. After brunch, my father-in-law found me again and reiterated his complaint that I did not ask him enough questions. He said that I had provoked it with my quietness and lack of interest in his life. Now my question to you, Sasha, is... This. At this point, I no longer feel comfortable having my father-in-law make a speech at our wedding. I do not exactly feel comfortable with my mother-in-law doing so either, but at least she's never humiliated me before in a restaurant. I know that I'm not perfect. Sometimes I'm very shy when people get to know me, which can come off standoffish, but I make an effort to see my fiance's family when they're in town and encourage my partner to visit them even when I cannot get the time off. So what do you think? Do we give him another chance, even though it will cause me huge amounts of anxiety on my wedding day, worrying about whether he'll trash me in front of all my friends and family? Or do we ask my partner's mother, another family member on his side to make the toast instead? Sincerely, anxious bride-to-be. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, 
I feel so awful for this couple. I know. Oh. It's a hard, it seems like a very okay. hard time. Bride to be, I feel for you and your fiance mm-hmm. um, because, frankly, your fiance's parents seem like selfish dicks. Mm-hmm. Really selfish. Yeah. They seem like they're all about themselves, that they're selfish with their time and they're selfish with their emotions. They're selfish with their energy. And the father in law sounds like he is full up his own ass. Rage. Ragey. He, he, well, ragey and really, really, like, again, full up his own ass. Well, just make sense. Why don't I get to talk? Why don't you ask me questions? Yeah. Why aren't you interested in me? Fuck, if you have something to share, share it. Also, why Do you know don't what I mean? you shut the fuck up and care for your son, who's obviously going through a challenging time right now? I mean, the suicide attempt was, I think she said in February or whatever. It was just, it wasn't She said that last way. February, so it could be February 2016 or February 2015. Either way. Whatever. Either way. Yes. Like they're obviously going through some, you know, emotional turmoil. Anyways, whatever. We know this. Like I don't have to tell her, her reader that her future in-laws fucking sound like dicks. Well, this goes back to people have a lack of understanding about mental health issues and the fact that mental health issues aren't Someone who suffers from mental health challenges is not unlike anybody who may have diabetes or Crohn's or mm-hmm. any kind of ongoing long-term physical illness. Mm-hmm. But there is so much shame and stigma attached to mental health and people don't understand it. People don't understand it. And it or sounds like these it. parents, mm-hmm. his parents don't understand it mm-hmm. and therefore, you know, are acting like it trying to act like it's not happening or it doesn't exist away. and that it'll go away. I mean, like if their son was hospitalized for a diabetic issue or had a mini stroke or whatever, I, I feel like they wouldn't behave this way. No, of course not. But it's hard to tell people and it's hard to and say. And it sounds like yeah. they're like she, she people. So they probably don't want that. I'm just obviously going from instinct here, but I feel like they probably feel like that's too embarrassing. They probably don't want to deal with it because oh, what would happen if their friends from the country club found out about it or from the just, ball? Exactly. But I feel like she, she or not, I think all of that has to do with the fact that people don't understand mental health disease mm-hmm. and mental health issues um, that, you know, it's not something you need to be embarrassed about. No. It's oh, it's so frustrating and I'm so sorry well, that I'm they're so dealing with that. I'm so happy though that he is getting, your fiance is getting help and that things are getting better. So that is very positive. So I'm glad that he's doing the work and that you're doing the work with him because that is, um, that sets you guys up for success. I, I, I'm really happy about that and that they are supporting each other. She's supporting him. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, committing to him. He's committing to her and that he's found the right medication and the right care. I do, however, worried about our bride's own mental health and anxiety about this issue. She has suffered too a tremendous and profound shocking event. Mm -hmm. She had to go through Mm -hmm. the finding of her fiance trying to hang himself, Mm -hmm. taking him to the hospital, managing, you know, managing all of that and walking him through his recovery. Um, And I worry now that her mental health is being compromised by these people who are not supportive and are being fucking assholes. Mm -hmm. So she used the word anxiety about her wedding. And there's anxiety with every wedding. Like, fuck, I don't know, the flowers, the menu, you know, Uncle Uncle Joe is like an asshole, whatever. But this kind of anxiety in this kind of situation worries me. So I just want to help 
make sure that our bride is removing unnecessary stresses from her an already stressful period. Mm -hmm. And this father-in-law, you know, if she's going to stress out and have anxiety about him speaking and trashing her in front of his friends on what a be- what is going to be a beautiful day, then no, he shouldn't speak. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think just before we even get into that, what you were saying, um, you're worried, worried about her mental health. So I would just say for her to seek out someone to talk to as well. Like, I think it's great that she reached out to us, but I mean, um, if she can talk to friends about how she's feeling, because I think a lot of the time, um, like I know my stepfather had cancer and my mom was there um, nonstop. And so for all the caretakers out there who deal with um, their family members through crisis or sickness or any health problems, like fucking hats off to you because it it takes such uh, mental strain. And and a lot of the time people forget about the caretakers. They're like, oh, great, great job. Let's move on. But it's really hard to move on sometimes and especially the things that our reader has seen and had to go through. So I would hope that she would get um, her own support system, whether it be through family or friends or elsewhere, if she needs to go see a therapist, just to fucking unleash, because it sounds like you have a lot of stuff that you're dealing with. Also, even though they sound like complete assholes and dicks, those parents need to be invited Shit, to participate should, in, ma- like in therapy sessions yeah. to help their son and but themselves. But probably not going to happen. I mean, yeah. we hope, and w- I want to throw the suggestion out there that maybe she can make that suggestion at some point, but she probably has. And those people were just like, oh, no, we'd rather go to the charity ball. Yeah. Dicks. Okay. So in terms of if, if the question here is whether or not they should let the father-in-law talk or not, I say just cut all speeches out of the wedding. Just cut. Every, you're not having speeches at the wedding. <laughs> um, you could hold a little, like in your rehearsals, maybe have uh, you know, the rehearsal dinner, have the people that you want to stand up to say those things so that you can, you get to hear those things. But like, I would just cut the the speeches out of the wedding. Like if she wants to say something to her husband, her husband wants to say something to her, but I would just cut any um, allowance for drama out of that day. Yeah. I, that's honestly, that's very clean. That's the cleanest solution. Yeah. And there's no, I mean, we live in a very modern world now. I know that in the past, this person is supposed to speak and that person is supposed to speak, but fuck all of that. Yeah. I mean, I your mental health, his mental health, and your beautiful day is the most important thing here. So as Sasha said, if it's such a source of anxiety to you, and it is, then done. Go enjoy your day. Yeah. Do not allow the possibility for some fuckhead to spoil it for you, even if that fuckhead is about to become your father-in-law. Agreed. All right, um, we should make a little hard turn and answer another question. Yeah. All right. Hey, Sasha. Okay, here it goes. I've been with my boyfriend for about a year. We're super, super happy. Everything is great, and I'm thrilled in the relationship. He hinted that he's going to propose by Christmas, which I'm thrilled about, and I will absolutely say yes. But he's also mentioned his mother's ring and talking to his mother about the ring, and I hate it. It makes me feel like a total cunt and ingrate, and I would obviously say yes to him even if he proposed to me with a ring. But I want a ring that I love. He comes from a very modest background and my parents are more well off. So that has always been a bit of an issue for us. And he expressed like the sentiment of giving me a ring that symbolizes who he is and where he came from. But he's done very well for himself and money is not a huge issue for him. And he also has phenomenal taste and knows my taste quite well. But this ring, I would wear it, but I'd hate wearing it. What do I do? 
I can't talk to him about it. I can't insult his mother's ring. I sound like a narcissistic, materialistic bitch if I indicate I want a bigger, nicer ring. I feel totally between a rock and a hard place. Any advice at all would be so super appreciated. I love him dearly and I love the sentiment, but I selfishly don't want to hate what's on my finger for the rest of my life. Thank you so much, Kay. All right, Kay. Thanks for your honesty, Kay. Hey, is this rude for me to say, but you upgraded your ring. Well, I mean, it wasn't like an upgrade. It was I, um, Yasik proposed when we were young, um, younger. I'm not old. <laughs> okay. Um, Yasik proposed um, when we were young in the beginning of our careers. And um, he got me an engagement ring that is a small, I'm wearing it right now, actually. It's a relatively, it's a modest size diamond, but it's very simple. Um, and I love it. And then on our 10-year anniversary, he bought me uh, an, a ring mm -hmm. with a larger diamond. Yeah. So I wear that, you know, when I'm out, um, if I'm on TV, okay. if whatever, if I'm special going to like a special stuff. event, yeah. whatever. But day-to-day -day life all the time, going to bed is… Oh, that's cute. This is the… You're okay. looking at it, my cool. original engagement yeah. ring and my wedding band. Okay. Um, so I don't know that… But there was not a conversation. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if you were like, "Hey, homeboy, pony up." I want. I don't want to wear this one. I've never actually. You know what? I didn't know that you alternated between the two. So that's no. Very yeah. Cute. So, okay, so that's it, not the I issue. don't know if that that's, <laughs> that's an upgrade. But it was like a ten year anniversary. Yes. Rick, By the way, but, yeah, that was five years ago because I am going. That was coming five up years ago. Yeah, I'm coming up on my fifteenth wedding wow. anniversary in November. So um so I'm not sure if that's quite the no, same. She and I don't hate the ring that he gave me. In yeah. fact I love it so much. I like that you wear it all the time. All the time. Okay. So scratch that. Um so but she is going to be proposed to with a family heirloom. Like heirloom. His, it's his mother's yeah, that's his right. Mother's and it's a beautiful idea and and in theory, but it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I mean, you know, Kay was like, I'm a narcissistic cunt and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, then I get you being, I, you know, we're all narcissistic and self-absorbed and materialistic, and, materialistic yeah. and shallow about certain things. So especially something that you're going to have to wear for eternity. Are you being narcissistic? Yes. But okay, let's deal with it because you don't like the thing that you have to wear. Mm -hmm. It isn't like, I mean, know, there's really only two options here, right? I mean, for me, it's like you're embarking on um, a relationship that you hope to be filled with joy and love and most of all, honesty. So, I mean, start it off right if you want and uh, just be really honest. Yeah. Uh, and say, oh, you know what? I know like that whole sandwich approach where you do praise, truth, praise. You sandwich the fucking truth with some really nice compliments on either yeah. end. Um, I love you. Oh my God. The fact that you would like let me have your mom's ring is like, you know, so thoughtful and like it warms my heart. But you know what? I really want our moment, my ring between you and me to be like totally independent of that. You know what I mean? And then fucking yeah. sandwich another like let's jump in the sack. I don't know. Just something so that you like soften the blow of the truth. You can either go that route or what I would probably do would be like drop the motherfucking hints from here until December about the ring that I fucking want. Yeah. You know, like I would, like, I mean, with Corey, he wasn't going to give me his mom's ring or anything, but like I literally penciled out and showed him like, this is what I want. Go get that in the nicest of ways. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's like two ways, right? You either give him the truth or you drop hints until he proposes. And I know this doesn't happen in all, um, in all relationships, but friends can help with this as well. Yes, that's a good point. Yes. You the get tenth, friend to do the that's dirty right. work. So yes. the 10th anniversary ring that Yasik got for me, there was consultation with Fiona, mm. I believe. And Fiona, I think there was a referral from Fiona's family too. And I do believe that Yasik spoke to Fiona and they exchanged like emails with mm-hmm. photos and whatnot. Yeah. I believe that Duanna and Lara did the same thing. Yeah. I feel Amy like... Went, Amy went with Corey. Amy went with Corey, yeah, your to husband, get to get yeah. the ring. Um, I believe that with Duanna and Lara, because Duanna's ring is vintage... Yeah, Lara went and picked Lara it up. Lara went oh. and consulted. Consulted with... I think. Yes, with Mike. Do she you... Gave, yes, yes. I, I remember that. She gave, like, she gave her opinions for sure. That's right. So friends have a valuable role to play yeah. in this. So I don't know with Kay and her fiancé or soon-to-be fiancé, boyfriend and friend group, how that works. But um, if the friend group is close, mm-hmm. I really do think that now is the time to recruit your yes. best friend. This is the job of a best friend. Yes. And get the best friend in there and let the best friend, you know, break the news or be honest or make suggestions or whatever. Yeah. That said, there's also the option of accepting the wedding ring. I mean, sorry, accepting the engagement ring um, as the um, like actual proposal. Yeah. And then when it comes time to pick the wedding band, just pick a fucking kick ass wedding band. Yeah, but how about if it doesn't go? Like, I don't think she wants to... I don't know if you want... I love the friend option. I think ding, 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 ding. That's the fucking way to go. Yeah. That's actually your first option. (laughs) Um, If you accept the mother's ring, you're opening a can of worms to a whole bunch of, um, you know, hurt feelings. He'll be hurt. She'll be hurt. That's just no way you want to start the... the rest of your life is a mother-in-law who thinks no. she, you hate her style. Oh God, no. So fuck that. No. Just make, I think the goal, the intention here is, you know, take that Ringo, which means you have a plethora of other options that you can do. You're more of a jewelry person than I am. Like how difficult is it to modify a ring? But again, you, know, you don't want to tinker with, you know, that. that is not an option. You don't okay. want that to be an option because then then what, you're, you're melting it down and you're making it totally I don't know, different. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know, like, you know me, I'm not really that much of a jewel person. For me, I love vintage rings, so I imagine that I'd probably love his mother's ring. Really? <laughs> probably, or I would, like, want to wear it. You know what I'm picturing? Finger. I keep tweet. the reason I'm on my phone is because I keep looking for it. I'm imagining that fucking Twilight ring. I don't know. Did you see it? I've been looking for it on the phone and because I really want to document your reaction live. Okay. Because you've never you I mean knew Twilight that, the movie? Yeah. So the in the movie he proposes film, to her with the ugliest fucking ring like ever. <laughs> oh, actually, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I think I found it. And look at this ring. <laughs> oh, that's hideous. <laughs> oh, but that's not it. That's not what I'm thinking. Oh, that is fucking heinous right and so when you were started reading this letter has a bunch of fucking diamonds um yeah so when you were reading this letter i was like oh my god this poor girl has to walk around with the twilight ring i'm gonna actually attach the picture of the twilight ring when we post this i love that you know the twilight ring no because it became a thing thing. because it was a like conversation topic where everybody was like i remember 
a lot of people online were like, this fucking ring is so... Yeah, that's a gnarly fucking ring. Oh, anyway, so that's what I'm picturing in my mind. Not a nice vintage ring like okay. Joanna's ring or, you know, all the things that you love that are vintage. Right. So I don't know. Okay, but either way, I say don't even humor the fact that you will have this ring on your finger. So drop the hints, get your friends involved, or just be balls up with him and tell him the truth. Right? Yeah. Don't go for the balls up. Exercise the friend option. The friend option is, I mean, I look, it we've just cited three examples in our own circle. So I don't think it's uncommon. It's not at all. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't I know it feels like your friend needs to do you a solid. Step up, friend. Yeah. (laughs) That's so true. Um, keep us posted. I hope that helps. That's it. Uh, thank you so much for writing to us mm-hmm. and keep your questions we coming. Love your questions. Keep them coming to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com and keep checking us out on iTunes and on the website and keep listening. Keep listening. Love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 